Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is proudly supported by Bet With Joel. Bet With Joel is the best in sports betting advice. Joel was a professional sports better for the best part of a decade until he got blacklisted by all the bookmakers because he was winning too much money. He's got all the knowledge, he does all the research and he gives you the best bets for you to make the money that he used to be making. You can sign up to a bunch of different packages. He he sends you the, the bets to the, the Bet With Joel app uh, and you you take the bet. He, he sends you what bet, um, which bookmaker has the best odds for that bet, uh, how much of your bankroll to take to stake on that bet and, and why he thinks he's got the edge on the bookmaker for that bet. There is no better way to make money betting on sports. I know what you do. Every time your team's playing, you do a $1 multi with a thousand fucking legs hoping to win 30 grand. That's not going to happen, dude. It is just mathematically not going to happen. Play the long game. Get these bets that Joel is sending to you. Maybe even multi them together. See what happens there. You know? He's not going to go 100% all the time, but sometimes he will and bang, you got a little bit, bit of extra coin in your pocket off that multi. All right? You can sign up to bet with Joel, betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. So that's betwithjoel.com slash R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. You can sign up to the highest package, the most expensive package, get 50% off that week and everything's going to start paying for itself straight away. So that's that's what I would do. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. Welcome to the potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness. That's FNX Fitness. Do you need protein, creatine, fish oil, CBD if you're in America? You can get all of that through Phoenix Fitness. Um, enter promo code WTTP and you get 15% off your entire order, every order. Every listener of the Welcome to the Potty podcast gets 15% off by entering promo code WTTP. Go to Phoenix Fitness uh, in the episode description or there's a link in the Instagram bio, the Welcome to the Potty Instagram bio. Enter promo code WTTP for 15% off all orders. To support Welcome to the Potty directly, you can go to welcometothepotty.com slash store, buy yourself a butter soft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. All right. These t-shirts are so soft. Uh, honestly, honestly, I just, I don't even, have you ever gone to an expensive hotel and been like, what thread count are these sheets? That is is how soft these motherfucking t-shirts are, man. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. We're getting close to November and you already know that's going to be Movember. Um, but uh, I'm going to keep growing this beard out. I'm not cutting it this year. But that doesn't mean I can't raise money, does it? Anyway, let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the motherfucking Steven Seagal of podcasting. I don't mean that because I'm out here, you know, sexually abusing my co stars. I mean that because I seriously want to do some fucking karate on my barber, dude. This dude fucked me up, bro. Again. And this is the worst one yet. And I told you guys, I told you guys, dude, I always get the fucking shit guy when I go in there. And I told you I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. I said that. I said that. Claiborne McMath here. From the Welcome to the Potty podcast, I told you guys that and I fucking lied to you, man. And I go back 
and I get the fucking shit cunt again, dude. This fat little tub of bullshit fucking has obviously didn't go to fucking barber school, dude. Can't fade for shit. There's always a fucking line around your head. And he's not even fucking looking. He's rushing, dude. I've got braids, all right? I've got braids, so be careful. When your clipper goes up into my fucking braid and pulls hair back, that means you're taking, you're too quick. You're not watching what you're doing. You're rushing. Go fuck yourself, dude. And my lineup, dude, my fucking hairline, dude. Dude, he pushed this side of my hairline back like, Fucking, dude, I don't even know, I don't even know a metaphor for it, dude, because it doesn't exist. That's how far he pushed it back. That's how far he pushed it back, dude. I'm not happy. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Um, there is a barber two, two or three blocks away from my house. I can easily walk there. I haven't been there before. I am nervous, but no one can fuck my hair up as much as, as this cunt did last night, dude. And I know what you guys, like, you guys probably, you might, I don't know if you can see or not, uh, but you guys are probably looking at my braids and being like, but dude, you look clean. And yeah, the ladies killed my braids. Dude, I went in there. It took them 30 minutes. The whole thing took 30 minutes. They took my braids out. They washed my hair. Uh, they, you know, they brushed my hair. They dried my hair. Uh, and then they braided my hair. All of this shit, they got done in 30 minutes, dude. And I look swagged out. I look swagged out. And I go two doors down to my fucking barber. And this cunt just fucking... And I feel sorry, dude, I feel sorry for the owner. Because the owner's a good man and he can cut, cut, cut a good hair. And there's always... Dude, there's a couple... There's some good barbers in there and they're... Always gone. They're never fucking there. And this fucking shit cunt is there every single time, dude. No matter what day, no matter what time. This cunt's always there. I'm like, dude, go have a fucking smoker or something. Every time he's there, bro. And it was busy too. So I'm thinking like, oh, you know, the chances are like there's three dudes cutting hair. There's like five dudes waiting to get their hair cut. Chances are like just with the numbers, like that I could, I could end up with one of these other two. Nope. The way luck would have it, the other two finish first, and then, yeah, fuck, dude. So this, I get stuck with this cunt again. He fucks my wig up, and I'm out. I'm done. I'm done this time, dude. And so I've started, I've started the Barbershop Chron Chronicles on Instagram TV, on my uh, personal Instagram, Clay, Clay McMath Comedy. Um... And we're gonna we're gonna explore getting a new barber in um, in Adelaide because I'm not doing this shit again. I'm not going through this stress. You know, I've talked about my anger issues before, dude. Imagine like imagine if I was a real psycho, dude, and I like come come back and Rachel pisses me off and I like smack her or something. And this is just. This is just a joke. You understand? I would never do that. But like, imagine like that's the risk this dude. Runs. He shouldn't be allowed to cut hair. What if he's cutting a wife beater's hair and he fucks this cunt's shit up and he goes home mad? Hey, honey, how is your... Oh, oh. You know? That's what, that's what this dude is doing to our society. He's, he's making shit worse. Now, now for some reason, I, I didn't come home in a, in a bullshit mood. I actually... I actually came home and there was no dramas at all last night. But they, like, honestly, bro, there could have been. There just could have been. There could have just been. Dude, we're having problems with the camera. We're having problems with the camera today, and uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pause the show and resolve the problems. So there's gonna be no YouTube episode today. There's going to be no YouTube episode today. I just don't know what's going on with this bullshit and I, I can't be fucked, you know? Dude, these episodes I've, I've realized have been starting slow lately. They've been starting slow. So, dude, should we should we get into some NBA shit? Should we get into it or? Mm. 
Bung bung bean. Last week I forgot my bean. Oh. Not this week, brother. Oh. Oh, that's good. Mm. Um. Oh, man, you got to go get a coffee, bro. You got to get a coffee. You got to get a coffee, my my brother. Um. Sorry, what am I talking about? What am I talking about, dude? Um. Bung Bung Bean. Bung Bung Bean. Uh, still available in the Welcome to the Potty store. Um, yeah, hold on. Let's do let's do sports. All right, dude. So I think today we've got um, game five of the Boston Celtics Miami Heat. Um, so it, the Heat are up three-one at the moment. Jimmy Jimmy Butler um, and his squad of young goons, dude. Tyler Hero had thirty-seven points. I believe I don't a hundred percent know. I don't know if he's a rookie. Maybe it's his second year. But this can't uh, just. I'm saying I'm saying the c word a lot uh, in this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, and I apologize for none of it. Um, yeah, Tyler Hero shot the fucking lights out last uh, last episode, last game. Um, you know, you've got uh, what's that other Douglas Douglas or something? I'd know some dude that played like D three, then went to Michigan, and then got drafted, went undrafted, and then he's shooting the lights out. Jimmy Butler's doing his thing. Bam's doing blocks. Um, Kendrick Nunn, he's a player. You know, they're really... Miami's looking nice. I'll tell you this, though. I think Lakers is going to win the finals, uh, which I hate. You know, uh, it's well documented here at the Welcome to the Party podcast that I don't trust LeBron. I'm not talking about on the floor. I'm talking about off it. I think he's fake. Uh, I feel like his, his shit's thinly veiled. His shit's thinly veiled, and I feel like I see right through it, you know? I see right through it. I feel like I'm pretty good judgment of character. Um, you know, some people, some people sneak through the uh, the security, like you know, um, you know, Ken, uh, uh, Kevin Durant. I think he snuck through there because I think he's, you know, he's real. You know, he's a real. Um, he's probably, you know, he's not. You know, he's not with it. He's not all. He's not cool. You know, I don't think. Kevin Durant's cool. You know, when you got burner accounts and you're arguing with fans about how good you are and you're that, dude, he should play, you know, the NBA should make another expansion team in Cincinnati and he should he should play for them, bro, because he's Cincy, bro. Sir insecure, bro. This dude, this dude, bro, I was talking, I was talking to my friend about him and if he's going to win an ESPN award, it's going to be the ESPN MIS. Most insecure superstar, dude. This dude's sick. He needs help. And I should have known from the beginning, he was friends with Kyrie Irving, who's got his own fucking issues. Uh, and and to just be, to be friends with someone so suspect is suspect in and of itself. You understand what I'm saying? So, so that's really what I learned. That's really what I learned about Kevin Durant. He, he snuck through, but Le- LeBron James, you're not fooling me, dude. When you read the first page of books, dude, congrats, bro. Hey, just admit it like me. You're not a big reader. Dude, I've been reading this book, The Referral Engine. I've been reading it for over a year. Guaranteed. I'm not, why would I lie to you, dude? I don't even, I don't even remember where, where, where I was when I started reading it. I think I was still living um, at the old house with housemate Dan. Um, I think that's where I might've started this book. And that was approximately a year ago when we moved out and I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I didn't start that shit just before we moved house, dude. Like I started that shit before we even thought about moving house. So I've been reading this book for about 18 months. I'm about halfway through it. Um, and I can admit that LeBron James, he reads the, the front page of books when pictures are being taken of him, pretending, you know, pretending he's doing Malcolm X research. And also, also what are you 34 or something? 34 years old. And you're just now learning about Malcolm X? <laughs> Come on, bro. 
Come on, bro. The fuck is you doing? What the fuck is you doing? Um, I I see you, dude. I see you, and it's okay. It's okay. Like, just be honest. And the thing with, you know, we'll go down this rabbit hole. Fuck it. Mm, that's a good bean. Um, we'll go down this rabbit hole. This dude got drafted straight out of high school. And I know other people have done that before, but this dude wasn't equipped like them mentally. You know, he, his ego was too big, you know, um, even Kobe, no, dude, even Kobe, Kobe was drafted out of high school, but he, he just has a different mentality. He didn't, he was supposed to be the next Mike, just like LeBron. But he didn't he didn't go out there and start doing all this wild shit. You know? He didn't make a TV show of himself and call himself the greatest of all time on that TV show, you know? He he doesn't go out on banana boats in the offseason and recruit like yes, yes, Kobe had his fair share of cats come through. Shaq came through, Dwight Howard came through and didn't win anything. Steve Nash, Gary Payton, um, who else has been there? Who else has been there? Um, superstar wise, you know, Carl Malone went there. You know, he's he he's he's had his fair share of cats, but um, he didn't he didn't move like LeBron. He didn't do all this sussy shit. All right, so, but but. So I was about to give LeBron an excuse and maybe it is different because, because LeBron's been watched. LeBron, there's been social media. So LeBron's been watched a lot more than Kobe was. So maybe, hey, there's, there is the chance that Kobe was doing sussy shit. I doubt it though. But he didn't have social media building his ego up and doing all this shit to him, right? So, so LeBron James is selling out NBA arenas as a high school player, you know? Um, so he's, he's, he's really feeling himself. He felt himself coming into the league and, you know, he just been feeling himself ever since. And he never got the chance to grow up. He just went from high school to the NBA and everyone's, you know, sucking him off, thinking he's dope. Um, and he, he hasn't had to grow up. No one's said grow up, you know, and he doesn't watch the welcome to the potty podcast. I'm pretty sure. So so he's never going to hear that unless unless he fucking tunes in. So someone needs to send this shit to him immediately so he can, you know, he become a better man. You know, this MVP shit, like, don't, don't take away from Giannis. Giannis won the fucking MVP. How are you supposed to win the MVP when you're not the MVP of your own team? Have you seen Anthony Davis? He's eating, bro, cooking. You're not the MVP. Giannis did more with less, okay? And in my opinion, the minute you go and start tampering in the offseason and start texting and making phone calls and shit, I need you, I need you, I need the best center in the league to come to my team so we can get another chammy. I need to win one in LA. We need to do it for Kobe. We need to... <laughs> Bruh, the minute you do that shit, you lose votes. You lose votes because you're admitting that you cannot get this shit done yourself. And we know you can't do it. We've seen you. We've seen you, dude. We've seen you down there in Cleveland just do fucking nothing. And then you, same thing in Cleveland. All right, we got, like, let's get Kevin Love over here. Let's get Dwayne Wade over here. Let's get, um, you know, J.R. Smith. Let's, let's do this. Let's do that. You know? And I'll give him respect where it's due. Like I, I, I played with Delhi, Matthew Della Vadova. All right, um, and I think he's a great player. I, I, for one, I never thought he was going to the league. Uh, I was surprised that he got drafted, or maybe he didn't get drafted and he did workouts. I don't know. I, I'm surprised he got a gig. I'm more than surprised that he got twenty four million dollars, and he never gets that if he doesn't play with LeBron. LeBron made him better. Okay, and respect where it's due. All right, respect where it's due. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. 
I'm not saying that. He's for sure top. The top the top argument is is tough. He's for sure top ten of all time. I didn't watch a lot of these older dudes, these Wilts, these Kareem's, um, Magic. I didn't watch these guys. So from what I've seen in my life, he's top five. But like you got your Bill Russell, he's got eleven rings, dude. Like what? What he's seventh? You know, like so the top top ten. LeBron's top ten, easy. All right, he's. Never seen anything like this. Um, but but his personality, he's weak, dude. And I, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I do think he's weak. He wants to make everyone happy, dude. And that's a strength, dude. But it's a fucking weakness. It's a fucking weakness, dude. Oh, this guy's talking shit. I need to make him happy. Oh, I need to make my teammates happy. I need to make. I need to make. My, uh, you know, um, what, what's the word? My enemy's happy. My nemesis, you know, my opposition. I need to make the ops happy, bro. Fuck that. Fuck that, dude. Your son smokes weed. That's dope. That's the best thing about you. And you got mad about it. You should have come out on TV with your fucking do-rag on covering up your bald head and been like, you know, Brawny's Brawny smart, Lonnie smart, Wahlberg Donnie smart, Lakers in five. That's what you fucking. <laughs> That's what you should have fucking did, dude. He gives a fuck. Tell these reporters. Yeah, you want to make the reporters happy? Oh yeah, I'm a good dad. And uh, who gives a fuck, dude? Just be like, dude. I remember last time when you were like, my my kids are so mature. They oh, they drink wine. You're fucking, you're a fucking idiot, dude. That's how mature they are. That's what, you think drinking wine makes you mature, dude? Bro, I go on wine tours and get fucking lit. I'm not mature for shit. I'm not mature at all, bro. So I don't really know, I don't really know what, what you're talking about. I don't think you do. One of those books you probably read one page of, the first page of, was probably a goddamn parenting book, to be honest. You forgot to get to the next page and you just read the word maturity and then you just started applying it every which way but loose. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, Lakers are going to beat um, the Nuggets. It's... Uh, uh, the Lakers are up 3-1 as well, so... They win tomorrow, it's over. The Heat win today, it's over. Um, I haven't watched, I want to watch the um, the Heat-Boston game because I haven't been watching it. Um, that was a double pipe classic. And that's a burp and fart at the exact same time. And that's what I just did. And they're rare. Those are actually rare. Um... Yeah, so I'm like, because, you know, on paper, on paper, I would say that Boston's supposed to win this series. I mean, I but I haven't been paying the heat, the respect they deserve all season. So that's the thing. Fuck the Lakers, dude. I really wanted the Nuggets to get through there. I think... I don't know who I don't know who could have given the Lakers the most problems. Is it the Clippers? Who fucking really really went out there and lost. The Clips really went out there and lost to to the Nugs after being up 3-1. And that's the thing. The Nugs were down 3-1 against the Jazz. One. Down 3-1 against the Clips. One. And now they're down 3-1 against the Lakers. Now, do I think that the NBA is going to let Denver win a title over LeBron James, AD, and the Los Angeles Lakers? No. I do believe that the league is fixed. I do believe that. Um, I honestly do. I honestly do. For, for the Lakers to have submitted a fucking... Uh, I don't know what they call it, like a 
it's like a problem, like a complaint about the officiating, and then and then win last game because LeBron got called for zero fouls. Like he just went out there and basically UFC'd his way into a win. Like, what is that? What the fuck is that, dude? Like, that's that's wild. And so then the Nuggets, the Nuggets submitted one after that game because it switched so fucked upedly. So let's hope, let's hope we fucking see something tomorrow where it's even both ways. You know, uh, they say, you know, you can't blame the officials, but when it, you know, sometimes it comes down to it, to be honest, dude. Sometimes it comes down to it. And officials have biases. They do. If they don't like the way you're playing, you you really got to earn it. You know, if you're just if you're just shooting threes all game and then you drive once and you get hacked, they're gonna think you're soft because you haven't been in the key all game and you're then not gonna give you the call. That's and that's common knowledge in the you know in the game. We've all been there. We've all been there. And even if you didn't play basketball, you've been there, dude. You've been there. You know you. Um, think about this. You're a hypochondriac. You go to the doctor every five minutes. Oh, my throat's itchy. I've got throat cancer. Oh, my ear, my ear's burning. I've got skin cancer on my ear. And your doctor's like, nah, dude, you got to, you know, you got eczema on your ear. No, you got to, dude, you got a common cold. That's why your throat hurts. And then you finally go there and you're like, my asshole hurts, dude. And he's like, ah, I'm not going to check it because there's never anything wrong with you. And then bang, you got, you know, you know, you got a, um, anal prolapse you know so they, anything anything can happen if you if if people don't like the way you move you're not going to get the cost <laughs> i just likened i just likened shooting threes and not going into the paint to an anal prolapse and you won't get that <laughs> you won't get that anywhere else other than the welcome to the potty podcast bro um but that's that's really sports that was really sports, and um, I really uh, let's check the emails. I think we might even have some poor posture here. Uh, so let's play the song. Poor posture of the week. Emails just loading here, but oh, here we go. Uh, the first one I got sent in by Rob uh, actually says. Florida woman is the is the headline here. So uh, thank you, Rob. Let's let's click on this. And this is gonna be some wild shit, I think. Oh, it's a mugshot, and we love mugshots. Let's see what she looks like. Um. Okay, there's a there's a watermark on the picture, so it looks like she's got really bad skin, but I don't think she does. Um, you know. She's got glasses on, like Malcolm X glasses, but she she looks like she's probably Puerto Rican or something. Um, her hair is, uh, at the very least, disheveled. Um, and how old do you think she is? She's got some grays in there, but yeah, it's hard to see if her skin's decent or not. I'd say this woman's maybe... 36, 36, around that. Um, honestly, her posture doesn't look that bad. She looks pretty sane. She looks pretty sane in this, but let's let's read the, uh, this is from Rob. Ugh. Sorry. Ready? Florida woman on meth armed with a knife and fire extinguisher causes th- $300,000 in damage to condos. Shit. Hold on, let me have, I've got to sip this here because um. Uh, otherwise it goes cold. All right, here we go. This is in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Florida woman is accused of causing $300,000 in damages to a condominium while high on meth, of course, and armed with a knife and fire extinguisher. According to Lee County Sheriff's Office, 32-year-old Autumn Nicole Fields and that sounds that sounds like a porn star's name, but like honestly, looking at this mugshot, like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to see this lady's um 
pussy. Uh, chased a victim with a knife and a fire extinguisher before pulling the fire alarm inside Lover's Key Beach Club condominiums. The fire alarm activated the overhead sprinklers and saturated the hallways of nine floors of the condominium with water. The overall damage to the condo is estimated to be 300K. During a search warrant of the Florida woman's condo, deputies found a found 4.67 grams of meth. I don't know how much, you know, meth that looks like. How much is a bag? How much is a bag of Coke? Is that like, is that a gram? Or is that like, what's it? Yeah, what's a bag of Coke? Four grams. Four, I mean, yeah, four gram. Four grams seems like a bit. I mean, it'd get me high. No, I don't know. Um, Hold on. Let's uh let's Google this. What does four grams of meth look like? And now I'm on a watch list. Um tweakit.org. I cannot believe the watch list I'm about to be on. I'm just gonna hear fucking police. <laughs> Uh, doesn't have, doesn't really have pictures, you know, meth weights and prices at drugtimes.org. No pictures. Oh man, I feel like I've got to take a shit, but we're going to fucking power on. We're going to power through this. Um, Yeah, so I don't know what four grams of uh, coke is. I mean, weed. I mean, meth, Jesus Christ. But I also don't know what four grams of anything is. I don't know what four grams of cashews is, you know? So that's tough. Uh, Fields was arrested and is facing charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, criminal mischief of $1,000, grand theft of a fire extinguisher and possession of methamphetamine. Um, now, I feel like, you know, these drug ones that people send in, and I've got to be honest with you, I haven't done poor posture in a long time. So we might even have a, a you know a bit of a handful here today, but I feel like the drug ones, like anyone that's really under the influence of meth, is like their posture is gonna be twisted. She's gonna like really be out here in these streets, um, probably with a knife, maybe with a yeah, like a blade of some sort, like a katana, machete, um, you know, your standard butter knife sometimes, depending on how high you are, uh, and you know. If you've had maybe up to eight grams, you could really be just wielding, you know, a spatula at, at some point and thinking that it's sharpened. So, you know, posture, you know, posture's really in the eye of the beholder when it comes to drugs. But I'd say this woman, she looks sober in her mugshot and her posture looks actually kind of like, you know, straight up and down. But I'm sure when she's on meth, she looks like a number six, bro. Uh, let's, let's hear more. Oh no, that was it. Thank you, Rob. Who's next? Um, and this is wild. I don't know where Palmdale is, but Palmdale sounds like pr it's probably in Florida. And this guy sounds like he's probably on um, meth as well. And this, uh, this came from a listener named Miles. Palmdale man convicted for smearing semen on co-workers' belongings will register as a sex offender. Uh, uh, no shit, dude. He must register as a sex offender. You don't have a choice. When you start smearing semen on stuff, you don't have a choice, bro. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Um, Let's see what this says. Palmdale, a Palmdale man was convicted on Monday for assault and battery against a coworker at their La Palma office. Uh, Stevens... Milan Castro. So first off, your posture is already fucked up when your first name is a last name. Dude, your name, your first name is either Steven or your last name is Stevens. Okay. You don't get to choose out of those two, but this guy's first name is Stevens with an S and he looks like the letter S, dude. Hunchback of Notre Dame, bro. This dude's posture before even going into semen smearing is fucked up. You know, like this dude... This dude, dude, you you always, always, always hear about, oh, he's got two first names, bro. This dude's got two last names and that is unprecedented. 
that is unprecedented, dude. I, I, I'm shocked. And thank you, Miles, for sending that in because I, you know, I didn't think today I was going to see something that I was not expecting. You know, semen smearing. Yeah, you know, when we're in poor posture, anything is possible, dude. Um, and I guess that that really does mean anything. Like even having the the your first name be a last name, which I've never never heard of, never heard of, dude. Stevens. Unreal. Let's keep going. Stevens Milan Castro is accused of putting his semen in a female colleague's jar of honey. That is fucking foul, dude. Water bottles and smearing it onto her computer mouse. <clears throat> I honestly feel sick, dude. Dude, remember when Stifler drinks that beer with, um, you know, the little dudes come in it? And that kind of makes you feel a little queasy. This is real life. He put it in her jar of honey, bruh. Dude, and I don't want to get too graphic here, but you know how sometimes in the in the heat, and if they're in if they're in Florida, it, it is heat. Sometimes in the heat, your your honey gets like this layer of kind, it gets a bit bubbly up top, a little bit, little bit white. She could maybe think that in the oh, she could maybe think that in the heat that this is really um you know, this is acceptable or something. Like, and she might've, she might've made a sandwich or something out of that. Ooh, um, oh man. Oh, that's foul, dude. Oh man, I feel sick. Um, Jesus, Miles. Uh, let's, let's hear more. Um, his attorney argued that he acted out of revenge and not sexual gratification because the coworker filed an HR complaint against him after she rejected his advances. So he did advance. Bro, that's wild. So you're, so after this guy hits on her, right? Your attorney's still gonna argue that this wasn't for sexual gratification. Also, he had to, he had to jerk his gherkin to get the semen out of there to smear it and he's not getting sexual gratification, bruh, he's literally jizzing. <laughs> he's literally jizzing, dude. And you're just out here saying it's not out of sexual gratification? Bruh. Lock, you got to lock this dude up. He's sick. The court ruled that the accusations against Milan Castro committed the acts for sexual purposes. No shit. Uh, and due to this conviction, he will require lifetime registration as a sex offender, of course. He also faces up to two years and six months in prison. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Um, sentencing in October 6th. Uh, where is Palmdale? Is that in, is that in Florida? I think it probably is. Oh, Palmdale sounds like Los Angeles, dude. Like, Orange County area, but what the fuck do I know? That's a wild, that's a wild move though. Thanks for sending that in, Miles. Um, what else have we got here? There's got to be, dude. We've done it. We found it. Dude, there's a whole, everyone's just sending in Florida man. The next four emails are Florida man. And they're all from the same dude. They're all from Rob. <laughs> um, fuck, do we really want to go into down this fucking rabbit hole? Um, let's just choose the best one. Uh, this one here. The best one or the or the worst one. It could be argued this is the worst one. Um, Florida man accused of molestation dressed up as Santa Claus Easter Bunny. And that's easy. Uh, you know, that's... That's easy, dude. You know, that's easy to molest a kid when you're dressed up as one of those things. You could also choose Tooth Fairy. Um, and that's why that movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson is disturbing because I feel like he's breaking into child's bedrooms and he's the big, you know, he's the biggest tooth fairy ever. I just don't buy it really. 
I don't buy it, but this dude looks like, have you guys seen the Big Lebowski? He looks like uh, John Goodman from the Big Lebowski. Uh, he looks like, yeah, he's, he looks sloppy as a motherfucker and I believe it, dude. I believe that he's a child molester. If he drove by me in any type of vehicle, not just a van, I'd be like, I think that guy's got a kid in the trunk. You feel me? That's what he looks like. Um, 48-year-old Florida man, James Palmucci, um, who's facing more than 80 charges of child molestation and battery, allegedly dressed up as Santa Claus in the Easter Bunny. According to his arrest report, the Florida man faces at least 83 sex crimes, ranging from lewd and lascivious molestation on children under 12, with other victims ranging between 12 and 16. Palmucci also faces charges of battery of a child by throwing certain fluids, although the arrest report doesn't further explain that charge. The Florida man was taken into custody in jail late Monday evening. Dude, I don't need to go too much further into this, but this dude, like, this dude looks like someone who would dress up as a nurse and maybe, like, you know, finger someone that's in the coma. You know, that's... Oh, yuck. That's fucking foul, dude. But that's what he looks like, honestly. You know how you get a big nurse sometimes? Like, he's just like a gentle giant with, like, no neck, really. That's what this dude looks like. But, like, you know, usually probably in the child's ward. That's what this fucking guy looks like. He's clearly a number six, dude. He looks like shit. Uh, there's not, yeah, there's not much else we can really do with that. That guy's really sick. Really, really sick. Um, I think that's enough of poor posture for today. Um, what else do we usually do? Uh, would you rathers? Let's see if we've got any of those in the folder here. I did see one yesterday. Uh, it was... Oh, fuck, I don't see it now. It said, um, oh, fuck. Nah, sorry. I must have deleted it by accident or something. Uh, but let's get into it. Hell no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Would you rather be able to control minds or read minds? What's control minds? Like, does that mean I'd be able to change minds, you know, easily? Like, um, hey, can I, you know, can I get a home loan? Nah, son, you've got no savings. And then I'd be like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, dude, here, take what you want or something like that. Is that what controlling minds is? And reading minds is just like, hmm, I wonder if this chick wants to fuck me. And then you read her mind, she's like, I bet that guy's got a little dick. <laughs> uh, I'd go for maybe mind control then. Yeah, mind control. Um, then I'd really, I mean, I'd probably get carried away and start aiming at world domination and shit like that. But um, yeah, mind control, dude. And that one came in from Yvonne. And that's a female name, uh, which is only... I don't believe that they let you get born with the name Yvonne. I believe you, they only let you change your name to Yvonne after you turn at least 45 years old. I'm pretty sure. Um, listen to this one. And this one's coming in from Wyatt. Would you rather wear only black, no other colors for a year, or wear things that doesn't have any black on them for a year? And I'm you, you already know I'm wearing only black. Bro, I already do that. I already do that. I love black. Black lives matter, dude. Thanks, Wyatt. That was easy. Um, would you rather fuck an alien or a mermaid? And that's easy. That's easy. And this one's coming in from Aaron. Um, I'd rather fuck an alien. Uh, first off, I feel like they would have very interesting um, poissies. And also, we already have enough uh, pussy that smells like fish on earth, dude. Like, um, humans. There's enough human beings with stinky boxes. I don't need to fuck a, a bitch that's half a fish, you know? So, <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, let me get that alien, that alien cooter. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, would you rather, and check this out, check this out. And this one's from Fiona. 
And I feel like Fiona might be. You know how Asians come to Australia and they choose a um, Australian name. I feel like this might be an Asian person that chose the name Fiona, but her real name is Aisoi. Uh, but and I wasn't trying to say soy as in soy sauce. It just sort of like I was just trying to make an Asian sound, and soy came out. So either way, it's racist. Um. Would you rather be a doctor or a cooking chef? And that that there, that there is what makes me think this is a foreigner because every chef is a cooking chef. You understand what I'm saying? You don't, cooking and chef in the words next to each other are redundant unless you're actually talking about cooking a chef. You know, you know what I'm saying? You're not either a cooking chef or a, or a reading chef. You know, you're just a chef. Um, would I rather be a doctor or a sh- or a cooking chef, Fiona? Uh. Well, have you ever seen Clay in the kitchen? That's my response to that. That's my response to that. Have you ever seen Clay in the kitchen? <clears throat> uh, this one is coming in from Jimmy. Would you rather be ten years in jail but be respected by everyone? Uh, let's, before we read the second half of this, you shouldn't, I don't think saying, would you rather be 10 years in jail is a thing. Maybe do jail for 10 years or be in jail for 10 years, but be 10 years in jail is just a weird way to phrase it, Jimmy. And I'm starting to think that maybe you're Fiona's, uh, Asian brother, Hoing Chao. You, You know what I'm saying? But. Would I rather be 10 years in jail but be respected by everyone or be three months in jail but be humiliated and beaten up every day? If humiliated means, you know, getting my dot pushed in, let me get that 10 years. Let me get that 10-year deal. Three months of, you know, anal rape doesn't really really sit sit well with me, brother. Um, But thank you, Jimmy, if that is your real name. Uh, And this one is from Benny, not Ben, not Benjamin, but Benny. Would you rather eat extremely salty, sweet, bitter, or sour food for the rest of your life? So I guess you're making me choose between all of those and you also aren't, you know, perfect at English, but have I got a large, dude, all of my, like most of my majority of listeners is from fucking Australia and America but I just feel like it's all foreigners today. I mean, that's fine. Um, you know, we're trying to, you know, we're really trying to build, but you know, um, whatever you're using Google translate or whatever is failing you guys. Um, uh, salty, sweet, bitter, or sour. All of those suck except sweet, you know, or if you, it says extremely, and I understand why people, some people don't like extremely sweet. Like, oh, oh, that's really rich. I can't finish that cake. Nigga, what? Give me your slice, dude. I'll down that shit. Um, it says extremely salty, right? So like, I, I feel like that's more than like a packet of chips. I think it's like crazy salt. Um, like maybe um, there's a place called the Mosley and I had a pizza there. No, I had a burger. I had a burger there a couple years ago and it just tasted, it basically tasted like salt and it made me not feel good. And, you know, my, my housemate, housemate Dan was with me and we, you know, we reminisce about the salty food there and it's a good place to go and get fucked up, dude. And it's probably, probably a good place to have a tequila shot because they got, they got salt for days back there. But, um, honestly, that's, I don't like that kind of food and then bitter or sour, dude. I'm not, I'm not down for that. Um, so yeah, I'll take that extremely um, sweet. Uh, so thank you, Benny. And that's, you know, that's also if that is your real name. Cause I think, you know, I think, you know, I must be doing real big things over in Indonesia this week or something. <laughs> um, and this one, honestly, like this just, this feels silly, but this one says it's from someone named Raj. And I just don't feel, I just don't feel like I'm, you know, come on. We're not doing big things in India and Indonesia in the same week, but um, 
Would you rather have one of your middle toes cut off or drink a cup of someone else's smegma? Oh, for fuck's sake, Raj. Now, I hope, I hope you're on a watch list for sending that email and I hope I'm not on a watch list for opening it. And if you don't know what smegma is, everybody, it's basically the, the scientific term for dick cheese. And you can, cut, you can cut one of my whole foots off, dude. I'm not drinking smegma. I don't know. I mean, is smegma drinkable or is it more of a, you know, a chewy? Uh, is it more of a chewy sort of sensation? Oh, man, gagging gagging today there's just a lot of real sick shit going on here bro um so uh raj go fuck yourself but yeah you can cut my middle toe off i'll tell you i'll you know i'll go walking around looking like a ninja turtle for the rest of my life that's easy money um, <laughs> where is it dude where is it shit easy money god damn that took a while to find but we got there we got there god i was just telling the guys last week i didn't i didn't fucking i didn't press easy money once last episode and that's bullshit that's bullshit um yeah yuck dude yuck so that was what um man i do i really do think i gotta really dump out but we're gonna we're gonna keep riding this out um so that was, that was, would you write? Oh shit. We got some clay's reviews, man. We got some clay's reviews. So let's, uh, let's get into that. Comedy action or horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is clay's reviews. I went to, the, I actually went to the movies, dude. I went to the movies, uh, last weekend. And I saw a film called The Secret Garden. Um, and honestly, honestly, I mean, I guess it's a remake from the 1993 film. Uh, but it didn't, you know, it didn't do heaps for me. It didn't do heaps for me. Um, nothing happened for probably the first 50 minutes. It honestly was. It honestly was like watching a secret garden grow. I'm just sitting there waiting for something. Uh, Fifty minutes, and I shit you not. I had my watch on, and I checked the time. Fifty minutes. Um, well, honestly, I looked at it. I looked at it, and it was forty minutes. And then I sat there, and it felt like probably another ten minutes before something happened. So, estimated fifty minutes, but definitely for at least forty. Uh, nothing happened for at least forty minutes. Um. The, the the character development, none. It was all exposition. And if you don't know what exposition is, that's uh, that's when a movie explains something through a conversation. Conversation. So instead of like learning for yourself through actions and stuff like this, somewhat they just have two people on the screen have a conversation about something and that's how you learn it. And that's lazy. And... Um, fucking infuriating exposition sucks dude and so there was a lot of that about like the whole family they just basically showed nothing and just did talks let's just talk about it um there was continuity errors the girl fell over and she had uh dirt all over her and then she gets up and she was clean and then they cut again and she was dirty again and i was like well that's frustrating to look at um set and costume design was lit uh vfx were lit and the the uh, what's it called? The score was um, reasonable, very orchestral. Uh, five out of ten. Five out of ten. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that you that you go and see this shit. Um, and then last night I watched a film called the. Sorry, just looking for my notes here. Oh, the social dilemma. And honestly, we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk about this shit for a minute. We really are going to have to talk about this. So <clears throat> it talks it talks about the dangerous human impacts of, um, you know, technology in general, but really social media, but not even social media because they, they have a problem, you know, they're, they're talking about Google. They're talking about um, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, they're talking about the 
the rise in depression, self-harm and suicide. Um, so you're talking about a 70% rise in suicide attempts and self-harm in teenagers and 170% for preteens. And that's disgusting. Those numbers, those numbers are offensive. Um, and the fact that all of this shit's not regulated, right? So remember Saturday morning cartoons, they made rules. You're not allowed to advertise like this to children at this time. All of this shit is like, we can regulate ourselves, you know? So they, they allow everything and that, but they making it like this. They're making it so customized that they know more about you than you know. They can predict what mood you're going to be in or what mood you are in. And if you're in a particular mood, they'll feed you more of that shit. And then if they're losing you, they'll, they might be like, oh, you know, he, he's depressed. Uh, so let's keep feeding him this depressing shit. Um, oh, we're losing him. We're losing him. Maybe he's cheering up. Let's feed him. Let's feed him like a, a dog playing. Oh shit. We've got him. We've got him back. Let's feed him. Oh, and now that we've got him, let's hit him with an ad. You know, shit like this. The algorithms move so quickly now that they can predict your behavior. They can predict your mood. They can literally get you to go to a location um, based on what they know about you. Uh, so let's say the, the you know, um, Black Lives Matter protests. They can really feed that shit to you and they can probably predict the numbers that are going to be there based on what their algorithm's feeding you before it happens. They can say, you know, oh yeah, there's going to be 10,000 people in this city, 8,000 in this city, probably around 4,000 in this city, 50,000 in this city based off of the social media algorithm really feeding you. And that's, and it tells you like, it, it, it explains how fake news spreads uh, so much quicker than, I think it was seven times quicker than real news. And it talks about the, um, but you guys don't need to watch it anymore because I'm, it's a documentary. So there's no spoilers and we all know this. We all know that our phones, you know, our technology consumes us. One person said, do you check your phone before you go to the toilet in the morning or while you're on the toilet? Those are the only two options, you know? And that, you know, that's wild. Um, they were all very, very well educated. They were all people within the profession, people that were CEOs of Pinterest or creators of Twitter or, or this, that, and the third. They had all types of like these high position tech people that that say they're like Nazis in their own house. They will not let their children use social media. They won't, they won't let them have a phone until they're 16 or whatever, because it's dangerous. Um, and yeah, dude, it makes you think like, dude, I'm sitting there making excuses for myself while, while I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I've got, you know, the podcast, I've got to grow the podcast. Well, how am I going to do that without social media? It's a business. I've got to do the blah, blah. Um, how am I going to get people to come to my gigs if I don't use social media? And you know, it's relevant. It's relevant. I guess you just need to know. And you've, you know, you've got your screen time report tells you how much time you're using your screen per day. Mine's, you know, mine's sitting here open while I do this. So that's an hour really that I'm on my phone that I'm not, I haven't even touched it, you know? So that, you know, that makes me feel better when I see 12 hours pop up. Nah, my average, my average is uh, four and a half hours, which is heaps, dude, of your day. How, um, how long are you awake for in a day? Fucking, if you sleep eight hours, that means you're awake for 16 hours. So if you're on your phone for four out of 16 hours, that's a quarter of your day. That's a quarter of your waking hours on the phone. Um, which is astounding dude but yeah dude it was i would call this required watching i loved the way it was done they had like it was like kind of a movie in between um the interviews and stuff they broke it down really well into layman's terms you know how doctors fucking talk to you sometimes um and they're all like you know doing medical speech to you and you're like so what's wrong with me though you know 
you would expect that from these techs, but they're, they're, these tech experts, tech experts, but they really, they really um, broke it down so you could understand it. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, I think eight out of 10. It was really good. Required watching. Eight out of 10. Great doc. Great doc. Um, how much have we done? That's an hour. We're right on an hour. So I'm going to leave you. So thank you everybody for listening. Once again, you know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Rate and review the show if you haven't already. Five stars on Apple. Really need five stars. I need 200 five-star reviews on Apple to get approved for Rotten Tomatoes for um, my movie reviews, Clay's reviews. So um, even if you can grab your, your mum's phone or something next time you see her and just um, do that five stars that'd be great um <clears throat> like share whatever um i love you guys make sure you love yourselves this is welcome to the party and as always bang bang